our connection to the divine always takes us when we need to be. Because as I always say in every reading, I've done it in my life. People hear me say it all the time. What you want is human, but what you need is divine. This is Nat. And this is Cindy. And this is Murado Lens, a feminist podcast hosted by two childhood friends who discuss embracing our inner bruja, sex, and culture. Always funny, always real. And today we have the lovely Vida, Espiritista, a.k.a. Psychic Medium, a.k.a. one of our fellow brujas here. Um, how are you, Vida? Good. How are you, ladies? We are well. We are so excited to have you on. I know you're a busy woman, but we want to start with Vida as a little girl growing up. Was she always this bruja that saw the dead and spoke to spirits? Mm. Uh, first and foremost, yes. Um, I was literally seeing spirits. Uh, my first spiritual encounter was when I was three years old. Um, and people tell me that's not possible. Well, I actually have my first human memory that I still it still comes to me very vividly when I was two years old. While my mother and father were still married. And my mother divorced my father when I was two. And they tell me all the time that's not possible. Children don't have memories that young. I remember everything that broke that happened. So my first spiritual encounter was a three. Um, I've been seeing spirit and angels and other different types of beings since then. It was, I thought it was normal. I thought everybody did it. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. So you were never scared of it. When you saw it, you were like, oh, cool. Well, it's also by the sensation that I felt. Like, the best way I could describe it, like in any type of human term, is the vibrations that I felt regarding those specific spirits. Like, if I felt something was off with one of them, I would ask them, what's wrong with you? Like, I would literally ask if someone was, because I've encountered a lot of spirits as well that have not crossed over into the light, which is like a different ball game as well. And we do, and there are earthbound spirits, what people usually call ghosts, who are stuck here after they've crossed over in the from the physical to the spiritual. So if I didn't feel something was right, as a kid, you know, you know how kids are. They're very honest. They're very investigative. They're like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Are you happy? What's wrong? What happened to you? Like, so that's exactly how I started my conversations. If something was off with women, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? And nobody else would see it. My grandmother knew what was going on. My mother had a feeling as well, but she didn't like it. But my grandmother was like, ¿Con quién tu habla? I'm like, all of the little girls was dead right here. <laughs> like, like, really, it was like that kind of a deal. And my grandma's like, oh, okay, is she okay? Does she need help? And that's when my grandma would, like, push me to ask, like, uh-huh. what's wrong with them? Are they okay? And sometimes, nine times out of ten, they're like, no, she's fine. Or, no, they're okay. And once in a while, if something was off, then my grandmother, she's the one that really told me, ask them, are they okay? Do they need help? So your grandma also saw the dead, so she understood it. Oh, my grandmother. Ooh, that's, that's the matriarch. Well, I know it goes way past beyond her, but from when I found out after she passed um, from my mother, from my aunt, that she was an epiritista or a psychic medium in Cuba. She actually had misas, which would be known as seances in the American culture, in her home. Um, people came to her for readings, people came to her for healing potions. My grandmother was like one of those kitchen witches that you would heal through food. Mm-hmm. So she would make a cardo and you had, you know, fever for like two weeks. You had a cough. She'd make a cardo with like pollo or gallina, something like that. And within two days, you'd be healed. Like that was my grandmother. But I didn't know any of this while being raised by her. I found this out after she passed. 
So I was like, kind of like shocked. I'm like, why didn't none of y'all tell me this was happening to me? Right. And did you find out through her? Because I know that you do talk to your grandmother. So was that a direct message from her? It was both. It was both. She would tell me something and then I would ask my mother to confirm it. Because that's the human side of me. I'd be like, wait, wait, wait. Am I, am, am I really going crazy? I would tell my mom, like, mommy, mira, no, sabija, vino por me. And she told me some things. And did this happen? She's like, yeah. I'm like, and why didn't you tell me? She, and my mother came out very upfront. She's never comfortable with it because of things that she saw as a child. So my mother has the ability, but she doesn't practice it. I was just going to ask you that. Mm-hmm. And then be that, mm-hmm. but you have, a, oh, yeah. you have a few kids. Do any of your kids show well, signs of picking up, inheriting this superpower? Oh, God, yes. This is like lineage. Like, my, I have, my kids both have it. Like, I have two children. Um, they're 10 years apart. One's in college. One's going into middle school. They both have had the abilities as well. They see, hear, and talk to spirit as well. And they've had their first encounters between three to four so years old. So, yeah, both of them do it as well. Wow. And I just want to interject right here. This has nothing to do with the actual Vita story, but I will say this as a producer. Anytime we talk heavy into spirits, heavy into, we have a little bit of a technical difficulty. They so always you, come fucking with our technology. Oh, yeah, I know. So I, know. Um, I hear you it. guys hear that on the other end, if it's a little sped up, literally this happens every time we dig deep. Mm-hmm. So we got to literally say Only when we speak about spirit, this only happens. Only when we speak about spirit. So that's, that's. I just wanted to interject and keep it really real. No, I already know because I, I could feel it because I can actually feel sparks like coming through the phone on my end. I'm like, yeah, okay. Because it's... <laughs> It's my, it's my grandmother. My grandma's no joke. Like, she's literally, like, like she doesn't... She's one of my strongest um, ancestors because me and her did the exact same thing. Like, that was crazy that I never knew about it till after she passed, but I've been doing it for years before she passed. Like, it was like, what? Like, but again, I guess it's the secrecy, the respect of the culture and the traditions being told and putting into the wrong hands. And that's why certain things and certain cultures are not divulged. It's not that we don't want to tell people about certain practices, but... It's like it's like a tribal thing. Like I literally asked that over and over again. She told me there were certain things I could not tell you in the human realm that I knew you had to learn once I left. I'm just here yep. to say this. We're very respectful of things that are sacred. We're very respectful of that. And you know, these podcasts are here to elevate the conversation so that women like you and ourselves are not shamed for embracing this part of ourselves anymore. Girl, I had to ask permission before I did this podcast. That again, Vita, not everyone in this world at three year old could talk to the dead. So you have a different of course. relationship, I think, with the source, which is right. a beautiful thing. You were chosen one. And I think that's that's so magical. I think as a mom though, I don't know how I would be able to take it if my son came my four speaking to the dead. I wouldn't know how to guide him properly, but I would definitely encourage right. him to to be a part of that source with love because he was oh yeah you know what i mean but that being said now like okay so you're a woman you're a mom but you're a businesswoman and you and your practice and your spiritual practice is a very big part of your business what what allowed you to feel comfortable to go into that world um it was always i was always comfortable in this world i was told i wasn't comfortable i was told by human society i was told by my other you know family members or the environment that this isn't normal you're not supposed to do this so i did fake the fuck and i did what i was told to do and what i was taught to do by my elders you're supposed to work you're supposed to do this this and the third you could do this but do it on the side and don't tell people about it because you don't know how people want to think about you again it was always that stigma of not opening up and being ashamed of this culture of being ashamed of brujeria mm-hmm. and brujeria is not always a negative aspect brujeria is us literally working with our natural elements 
to change the alchemy or change the energy in our lives or other people's lives. Uh, matter of fact, I've been full-time spiritual advisor for about not even two years. My husband pushed it because I had a, I had another business mm-hmm. and I was a medical billing and collections um, provider for about maybe like between 15 to 20 different doctors nationwide and I was able to do it from my home. And I would always do my readings on the side. I've been doing my readings since I was a kid. My grandmother would see me. She's like, Mia, come here. Ven pa acá. My friend wants to say hi to you. Basically, my fr- her friend wanted a reading. They would play dominoes. Like, every like every other weekend, they would play dominoes at her house. Or they go to somebody else's house. And I would always be around for some reason. Towards the end of 2016, I started losing all my contracts with my doctors. I'm like, what the hell is this? But when I was losing my contract, they would tell me, oh, we found somebody else. Or we're doing it. Somebody's going to be doing it in-house. They would give me checks, so like a severance check. I'm like, wait, you're fire, you're terminating my contract, you're firing me, but you're giving me a check. Girl, I was not complaining. So literally, spirit was like, you're done with this. You're gonna do this full time, and we're gonna make sure you're taken care of. And I literally lost those contracts. And the last contract I lost was on December 31st, 2016, and I started full time January 1st. Happy New Year, Bruja. What? That shit was. It was so crazy, though, because you can even ask some of my followers on my Instagram. I would go on live and I would start crying. I'd be like, I'm so scared because we're a family. We're a large family. We are a blended family. Me and my husband, we do have five children together. So we're like, yo, how are we going to do this? And you said something before that was interesting. You said spirit said that this is what had to happen, right? What what do you mean by that for Mm -hmm. those that don't exactly get that? Um, usually we're so afraid of change. And that was, that was my perfect example. I was afraid of change because I've been having this business for 15 years. And we, as people get comfortable in these situations, even though they're not the best situations for us to be in, because we know what to expect. No, it's my medical billing practice. It's a pain in the ass. These doctors are driving me crazy, pero I'm going to expect it because I know what to get out of this. This had to happen to me because I had to fail. I had to lose one thing to gain an Another. I cannot hold on to warped, stagnant energy that will not elevate me even further. I couldn't go any higher in my business, and I knew that. So if you can't go any higher in your business, you're going to stay stuck in this stagnant energy. And, and we, as people, are, I want something better. I want something better. Well, you can't have something better if you're still holding on to the old. So this had to happen. I had to lose all my contracts. I had to lose all my providers in order to release the stagnant energy for new energy to be ushered in so I can help more people and be more accessible doing this full time. And it's not just full time that I do it. I do this basically between 50 to 60 hours a week. Is that your grandmother? Is that another spirit? Is that your spirit? Like, what is that? Is that, that your intuition? Like, yeah. what is it? Spirit is a generic term that I use because I don't like labels. Um, spirit can be your source. Spirit could be your higher power. Spirit could be your ancestors. Spirit could be your archangels. Spirit could be anything that you resonate with. Um, because when you talk about God, like God ain't real. Again, I don't want to go into that conversation. So spirit was my source. My source told me, you need to let this go. And then I would, I was refusing. I was being stubborn. I was letting my ego and my environment and my emotions get in the way. I'm like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. We have five kids. That's all. That was my fight. We have five kids. We have five kids. We have my husband's like. When my husband told me, he's like, let me tell you something. I don't know why, but I'm being told to tell you this. And my husband is not in the spiritual realm in any way, shape, or form. He said, you need to help these people. You need to trust this. And when he came and said this to me, the one who doesn't believe, who supposedly doesn't believe in any of this, like basically what we would call a muggle. (laughs) He was the muggle. I was like, when he said that, I'm like, okay, that's confirmation. And that's that he's not spiritual, but he believes in the almighty pineapple. Can we get into that? Well, the almighty pineapple came out as a joke, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. 
it was a joke for the last maybe like six, seven years. Um, during my readings, I would always talk about you need to pray and meditate. That's like my slogan, pray, meditate. I have it tattooed on my forearm, everything. It's like, that's my life. Even I have to pray and meditate to get my own answers. And every time I had a reading, I would tell my clients, you need to pray and meditate. They're like, who do I pray to? I said, your source. Who's that? I said, I don't care who that is. It could be God, the goddess, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, Serpent, Baal, Batala, the Orishas, the saints, the lowest, the elements of being like the fairies, the fae. The elves, the trolls, they could be power animals if you're Native American or indigenous. It could be the chocolate dragon or it could be the almighty pineapple. I literally said that. And I would say that every time and my clients would crack up. And I said, if the almighty pineapple raises you to a higher level of ascension, then mira, or hail the almighty pineapple. And that stuck. Sometimes I see you in the Lower East Side. It's like random. Sometimes it's at La Bruja's Club Retreat. Mm. But the other time I saw her Rockaway Beach, right, girl? She's still always mm-hmm. rocking a pineapple. So it. you live by yeah. it. I love it. You own that. Yeah. And, and then I found out what the significance was. That, you know, the significance of a pineapple is prosperity, welcome to your home, hospitality. Oh. And then I actually went across the way and I went to my girl. She's an intuitive tattooer out in Brooklyn. And I said, I need the almighty pineapple tattooed on me. And I have the almighty pineapple tattooed I on me. No, no lie. Can you elaborate? I've never heard of such a thing. Um, well, she has abilities. Um, and she pretty much, I give her an, an idea, a concept, and... I guess her spiritual team, her unseen squad, as I like to call them, gave her the inspiration for these for, for tattoos. So she's a really she's very connected. Um, I, she's one of my clients. She's very um, she's intuitive. But when you remember something, if you want to get back into the ancestral days, everything was like a type of blood sacrifice. Either you cut your finger or you would sacrifice an animal. Those you know back in those numerous generations. And I would tell her, I said, you know, when you're tattooing people, you know, you're doing a, like a blood ritual, right? And she yep. just looked at me, she's like. Yep. No wonder I felt this way every time I tattooed somebody. I'm like, you have specific images in your head about what they were, what they're looking for. She's like, yeah. And every time I would suggest those images that I see and would draw it out for them, they'd always go with that. I'm like, again, because your team and their team are connecting. She's an intuitive tattooer. She sees specific images and she draws it out and it comes out amazing. And every time her work is phenomenal. That's amazing stuff right there. Well, you know, we just learned something new ourselves. I know. Whoa, and I love it for you but let me ask you a question what would you say that's your most um meaningful tattoo on your body is there one in particular that stands out for you and that really touches your core um a lot of them do a lot of them do because they're all spiritual believe it or not every tattoo on me has a spiritual connection i even have it started out years ago before i even delved into this practice even more i literally have different symbols of different religious cultures on my spine that goes from the back base of my neck all the way down to my, the crack of my ass from different cultures, from African, from Greek, from Roman, from pagan, from Asian, uh, Yoruban, uh, Catholic. Multifaceted bruja. I love that. Uh, and I did, I did that years ago before I even like really people really knew. I've always been doing rings on the side under the hush hush people who's word of mouth, but the way I'm at now, nothing like it. But, and I never knew why I did it. I, I was just called to do it, and it had to be done. Like, and I didn't understand. And then I met, was meditating one day, and they truly just—I had under meditation. I everything came out I was like you have different aspects of you because you're about universal love. You're not just about one type of religion. Yeah. And it blew my mind, and it literally was on my spine, which is the spine is what holds the physical body together, and my face is what holds me together. So it made perfect sense. But my favorite, favorite, favorite tattoo is um. Is, is a quote that it's on my chest. It connects to my sleeve. And there's three sayings, but there's one saying in particular. Um, and this is the one that 
gets me every time. God is in love with me. God is in love with you guys, in love with all of us. I, I love, you know, if there's one thing I, I always tell people, I'm like an empath and I feel energy. When I'm around you, I'm like being smacked up by your energy in like a good, <laughs> in like a dominatrix kind of way. Like, stop I'm, liking like, it. Like, Annie. levantate. Damn, <laughs> That's like Wait, a- guys. But no, I mean, like, you know, everything you do is so powerful. But I think so many young brujas that listen to our podcast and send us DMs and they ask us, hey, how did you tap into your inner bruja or your intuition or your source, right? And seem to forget that we already have that power. But the courage mm-hmm. to actually go and claim it, I think, is is like that leap of faith. It's, just, it's acceptance. It's acceptance. You have to accept who you are. Mm-hmm. And people think that because we're humans and we're fucked up and we're flawed that, that we're not worthy. I tell people all the time, I need you guys to be fucked up and flawed. I, you can ask my clients in every reading. I need you to be fucked up and flawed. I need you to make fucking mistakes. As a matter of fact, I need you to fail. And they look at me like, bitch, what? Like, like what did you say to me? Like, but, but they don't know that. They don't, well, you got to understand something, especially in the Latin culture, especially in the minority culture, say black it, and brown women. We, we've, been, we've been taught, we've been taught not to express our emotions. So if we're not perfect because we have to bend over backwards for the sake of a man, for the sake of our children, for the sake of our culture, for the, everything about everybody else, where do we fall in? We're at the bottom of the totem pole, so we lose our dreams, our goals, and aspirations. And then they wonder why half of us fucking go crazy. Like, because where the mm. fuck were we at? We got lost in the process because we were taught and trained and conditioned by our generations and our cultures that we must do this and we must do that in a male-dominated society. And then on top of that, let's not get color involved. But it still plays a big part of our day-to-day life as Latinas and even as just brujas mm-hmm. that practice. We are being thrown to one corner and shame for it still to this day. Exactly. And, and that's the shit that we got to change. But, you know, we spoke to... Um, a bruja recently by the name of Lido Pimienta. She's like, it's about mm-hmm. centralizing our narrative. And it's because there's too many of Latinos within Latinos that are racist because of your color. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because you're My own family. You know? Yeah, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And it still happens. It still exists. That's a real conversation. So really, we have to start to tap into our own culture and educate them. We always, even mm-hmm. me, I'm always like the white old man, the white woman that's racist. Yeah, they exist. But if we had our shit together... We'd be doing mm-hmm. okay. we'd be doing better. We'd be doing better. I don't know where, but right. we'd be better. So, and you're a brother, right. you're a healer. I love that you do tap into that and that you're showing love to so many young brujas, um, generations to come. Because I think that it, the mm-hmm. torch does need to get passed down over and over, of course. And over again for the knowledge yes. to disappear. Um, which is what yes. so many colonizers have tried to do: silence us. Is there anything that you want for your legacy as a healer, as an espiritista? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, honestly, I just want people to follow their intuition. That's the biggest thing that mm-hmm. kills me. We don't, we don't listen to our own selves. We don't, we don't love ourselves enough. We don't, we don't, we don't embrace our, our failures and, 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 our, and our flaws. If you can love all of you and love that part of you and follow that intuition, it will never see you wrong. You may not know where you're going with that intuition because we always want to know the next step. That's the human nature in us. But the spiritual nature in us, our divinity, our connection to the divine, always takes us when we need to be. Because as I always say in every reading, I've done it in my life, people hear me say it all the time, what you want is human, but what you need is divine. It's a big difference. Powerful. It's a big difference. Remember, you know, your humanity is based on your ego, emotion. Divinity is another ball game. It's another huge higher dimension. There's so many more dimensions out there, but it's a beautiful process. But I say this every day, 
And I tell people, they ask me, what do you pray for? I say, Peep, shit. Half the time, I don't even know what to pray for. But I say like this, I don't know what to pray for today, but I know I need help in every area. Show me to be the woman that I need to be. That way, every area of my life is covered. I'm covered as a woman first, then as a wife, then as a mother, then as a daughter, then as a friend, then as a colleague, then as a client. Every aspect of my life is covered when you pray. It's all linked. You're not, mm-hmm. People are not listening to their intuition because why would they? We're not in a culture mm. in inspiring us to express our emotions. So why would, why would that all come full circle? Of course not. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're like so on top of this. And it's so sad. My personal story with that is that it came wonderful therapist, white therapist. Mm-hmm. But it took her to tell me what my parents have been telling me kind of in their own way. But they almost couldn't encourage mm-hmm. that side of me. She was like, I always know the answer. But you think you don't, mm-hmm. and that's why you get in trouble. So you do something else. And I was like, exactly. "What do you mean?" She's like, "Like your intuition." And I was like, "God, mm-hmm. I said this, Amen." Yo, you never so hear like, about that. I brought that up to my mom later. She's like, I, I, "Yeah, that's yeah, that's very powerful." And she, and I'm like, "Why?" Like I've been, my mom's been saying it, but I'm not listening. Mm. And I, that that cycle needs to stop with us. Mm-hmm. We cannot do that to or our children the and the future. Yes. It's only gonna be empowered. That's right. But what I heard mostly and out of all this, I think, is like acceptance. Rita. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that's been your that's whole him. thing over and over again, no matter mm-hmm. what you've done as a child, as an adolescent, as a mother, as a wife, as, mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. to your clients. You're like, I don't care what the fuck I'm doing, what my role is I'm wearing that day or my hat. I still want you to accept yourself and I'm going to accept myself because that's all I could be. Um, and please, if you ever see my source, you know, spirits around me, tell me I'm not scared. I want to know. I'm finally at a point where I'm not scared. And that's something we should talk about, too. Like, jumping over that. Vita jumped into it. She was born and came out the womb. Like, okay, I see people that y'all don't see. Yeah. We maybe shut down that part of ourselves out of fear. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm yeah. like that. I'll go through Vita. <laughs> see, I'm like, what advice do you have for people maybe trying to do this on their own? Or do they need somebody, like in Speedy, just to guide them? You need Be- guidance, girl. Vita, tell them. <laughs> I, honest, honestly, you can empower yourself. And, and I tell people all the time, but if you're really unsure and you don't feel comfortable, I tell people all the time, seriously, just pray, meditate, and follow that intuition. Or people don't know what intuition is. I'm going to say it really quick. It has nothing to do with any human emotion, none whatsoever. It is a present moment sensation, something being in the now that you know something to be 100% true, even though you don't have the tangible or the human proof of it. You don't see it with your own eyes. It's a calling. It's a, we call it a gut instinct, a sixth sense, your consciousness. Whatever it is you want to label it, it's that pulling you towards that left turn when you know you're supposed to make a right turn. I make a right turn every day because this is the way I go to work. Somebody's telling you, you should go left. Oh, you make the right turn anyway and you end up getting a traffic ticket. Damn it, I should have went left. And your intuition's like, well, we tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. It's literally that simple. And your intuition, it's really soft and it's very subtle and it's just a nudge. And your intuition is not there to overpower you. It's there to guide you to have a more peaceful life one day at a time. It will not Get you out of your karmic lessons. People are like, well, I'm still going through this. Exactly. You're still both. Yeah, like if it's overpowering or pressuring you too much, that's called ego. That's not intuition. Yep. Or it could even be anxiety. It could be, it could yep. be like all kinds of emotion. But that's not intuition. That's exactly. exactly. That's the opposite. Exactly. There's no paranoia. So it's intuition. It's acceptance. Acceptance. Yeah. Yep. intuition just is. Right. Yeah. The, the intuition is powerful. Because this is what's happening yeah, right That's now. how I explained it to my niece one time. She's 21. She's kind of stepping into this part of her womanhood. And mm-hmm. I'm like... Mm-hmm. It just is like there's no explanation, but you know that that's the answer. That's the whole thing about spirituality too. Like that connects. Spirituality mm-hmm. is, is not 
devotion of of a god that's why it's different from religion. Nope. it's the interconnection of all of us together yep that's right and so once we realize that mm-hmm. that we're all interconnected we have this power inside us mm-hmm. right Shit. Every day I fuck up. Every day I fuck up, and every day I be like, "Forgive me in advance because I'm gonna fuck some shit up today." Thank you for good looking out, and giving me another day that was not promised. Because let me tell you something: as much time as we've made mistakes and we've turned our eye and we said nasty things and we snipped at people, we let our attitudes and our egos get in the way. I don't deserve to be here, and I know that, and I'm grateful that they even gave me another chance. And that's how you've come back to live a various times. So that's a whole other topic for a whole other day, possibly yeah. with you, yeah. right? Yeah. A part two on how many lives you've come back as. Oh. That's like uh-huh. one of your, um, like if you were to break down almost like your services for people, that mm-hmm. that's something that, okay. you know, you people go to you to get yes. their cards read, but you also do, mm-hmm. is it, would you call it past life regression? Um, honestly, I would call it past life reading, but seriously, it is like a regression, but technically since I'm not a therapist, it's right. not, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing regression. I literally channel information. Um, I'm an energy worker. Straight up and down, I deal with light energy, I deal with dark energy, I deal with the shadow and the light. I embrace both sides because both sides are, are there for us to balance and learn, not to be one better than the other. And I literally do channeled messages. I literally channel hours upon hours prior to a reading, and either I offer them in a one-hour session or an unlimited reading. And the unlimited reading is pretty much the most popular one because only me and another person that I know of in Jersey, she's a really good friend of mine, we offer unlimited readings. Basically, we stop when spirit stops. And usually those readings are over an hour and about up to three hours. So I can tap into any type of healing work that needs to be done. Um, I have become somewhat of a medical intuitive. I can tell what part of area or chakra is blocked or congested if they need to go to the doctors or something. Again, it's whatever spirit somebody to tell that person. Everybody has an energy is different. I have also do Akashic Records readings. I also do past life readings. I also do... Um, so much more than them. I do actual healing work, but the healing work is usually done through my readings or if I'm going to someone's home to do a house or business blessing and I feel that there's a blockage that needs to be addressed, spirit will use me right, right at right, that moment right, right. and pull that shit out. You need to read someone before you work with them, right? Because you need to know if you two jive. My ancestors tell me yes or no. <laughs> like that's, 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 really? that's how connected I am. My, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why my page is private. My page yeah, is private gonna, because... I was just going to ask you about that. And a lot of yep. people don't know Vida. If you, you search for her readings by Vida, you'll realize that her Instagram account is private. And the reason for this mm-hmm. is, right, Vida? Can you tell everyone? Well, I'm a hypersensitive, energetic being, meaning I pick up everybody's energy. And I have to be really careful with what energy gets in my page because basically every time I accept somebody on my page, I've entered in an energetical, energetic contract with them. So even with your comments, even if, if you say something on my page, I could pick something up. Um, but I have to learn, I've had to learn how to make boundaries because it can literally drain me all the time. The reason I've done that is because actually it's a base of honor between me and my ancestors. My ancestors want me to be protected at all times so I can be the best spiritual advisor I need to be. And I can't do that if I'm being pulled by 10 different areas. Now, what works for me works for me. It doesn't work with everybody else. Now, other people who have their page public, they have, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about me, little old me. That's it. Right. This is what I do. I work with my ancestors. The dead has never steered me wrong. And I trust the dead more than I trust the living. So that's how that rolls. It's, that's how I am. No one's going to ever change my mind because they've never proven me wrong. Mm-hmm. Humans have proved me wrong. The dead haven't. The dead so, have never steered me wrong. I'm going to make you a T-shirt like nope. that. Wow. 
That's powerful. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Good looking. I rock that baby all the time. That, that's the reason why my page is private. And nine times out of ten, when I do get a friend request and I see a mutual follower or one of my clients, I will accept. But if I don't, that's why I request a friend request referral because I need to know you're going to vouch for your person. Sure. Break it to you, but we have 24,000 listeners, and they're going to look for readings by Vida on Instagram. So, so you might get I some... apologize in advance. I don't know who's coming, but I hope that up. our listeners know that. No problem. I understand. But again, yeah, no, I tell people this because it, honestly, when I do get a friend request and I, I'll, I scan energy, I literally, it's like a bio scan. I scan your picture off of your profile. And if I don't see anything I can, that resonates with me, guess what? It's nothing personal. This is energetic because I don't know you. And I leave it, I leave, and I leave it sitting there. I, I don't delete it. I leave it sitting there until someone vouches for you. It's nothing personal, but it's it has it's my energy, yo. I can't. My vibrations never steer me wrong. And every time I try to do things on my own, my ego, my emotions, like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. I always, I always get burned, and I, and I have to stop doing that. And you know, and people are like, oh, they send me direct messages. I don't accept direct messages, and there's a reason for that. It's a boundary for me, and it triggers anxiety for me. Why? Because. I have had numerous people in the past send many nasty and hateful and even threatening messages through my DMs, and I don't, I won't tolerate it. You want to contact me? Send me an email. I get over 300 emails a day, but I make sure I answer them between 24 to 48 hours. I promise you I will, you know, but it's just those boundaries that have been placed in me by spirit to protect me at all costs. Because if I don't love me at all costs, if I don't protect my energy at all costs, how am I going to help anybody else? That don't make no sense. Of course. And you know what you... That's goals right there because what we should be doing as women, as people, as daughters, as wives is protecting that at all costs. We have spit that message many times on this podcast, like surround yourself with people who are positive and yeah. get rid of the energy vampires. So you vibrate like, higher. Exactly. Prioritize. Mm -hmm. If you have to hang out with a certain family member, maybe cut off time is three hours. You know what I'm saying? Like we... We totally believe in that, but the mm -hmm. way you do it on a consistent basis is really I appreciate is, is that. inspiring. That being said, don't DM us. Email us, morale <laughs> at gmail.com. Thank you. Before you go with all your people and your clients, we want to ask you one last tarot question. So basically, we've come up with a like, list of fun questions to ask at mm -hmm. the end of every show so that it's like not a mm -hmm. question from us. It's like the question that was meant to be for you. Right. So I'm going to like shuffle okay. them, and it's going to be like, it could be a funny one. It could be a serious one. So you just let me know when to stop, okay. and then that's your card. So you might, you're going to hear this there you go that's the shuffle right there okay so her so went to stop yeah so here we go and one two three let me know stop all right oh i like this question for you because you're such an entrepreneur hello okay if you're wildly successful <laughs> in five years what does that look like hello oh wow five years from now i got the chill mm. i'm gonna turn on some sage for that mm. the spirits are talking Woo! I'm like, wow, that's a big one. Um, because big I'm just, big, I don't even, big, I don't even look that really far. Big, big. I don't even it. think that far. Yes, um, Vida's all like, I'm vibrating higher, bitch, and thinking in the presence moment. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are asking me for this, and I do see it one day. Um, maybe when I've settled down with the readings, I would love to have my own uh, storefront. Vida, done. Okay, done. Okay. The gods I'm going to ask yes. you this question in a week. I'm going to be like, okay, boy, let you resonate a little bit. Did you think bigger? You should think bigger. Mira, <laughs> ¿qué te iba a decir? Gracias. Yes. Gracias for your love, for your transparency, and for your very motherly mm. bruja guidance. Because when I look at you, I look at you like like that tia, my, oh my like my mother's sister. She's like, like so maternal. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you guys even thinking of me in that aspect. I, it's, believe me, I'm truly grateful. I would never have thought of me 
being on a podcast or having my own website. I didn't have my website till about a year ago. Like it was, I was mad old school. Like I do things really like on the low and take my time. But to be where I'm at right now, it's about time. Um, it's, exactly. You. Your name is ringing bells in all types of neighborhoods. When I go to these Bruja gatherings, like it could be random, New Orleans or wherever. But, like Vita's name is still like known in that realm. You, Yo, you're becoming Vita's, the godmother. Oh wow, Vita's the truth, it. bro. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't understand, like. Like seriously, I just got emotional with that. My eyes are watering. Um, it's just very, it's very, it's very, it's very hard for me to accept um, compliments because of the, the culture that I've been brought up, of course. But when I hear that, because I'm human, just like everybody else, and there's times I literally want to give up because this is a draining type of process. I love what I do, but my body's like, you need to rest, you need to rest, you need to do this. And when I get those type of compliments, or even when I get those testimonials from my clients, it just pushes me to keep going and not stopping. No matter what comes my way, I got to keep going because I'm here to make a difference. And I don't know whose life I'm going to touch, but it's going to be somebody's life. And as long as I follow spirit, they've honestly, once I surrendered and just accepted everything, it's never steered me wrong. Matter of fact, it's gotten me more. It's given me better. Like, if you guys really knew my story one day... One day we'll have like a personal conversation. Oh. If you saw where I came from, you will understand why I'm saying what I'm saying right now. So it's just like, believe me, I've been that I've been that chick. Like I've been that chick. I've been in those type of situations. I shouldn't be here right now physically. And you you gotta understand like those kind of comments and it makes a difference for me. And you know, and I appreciate the mother comment because my clients have nicknamed me Mama Visa and I love oh. them for that because I'm a mom. And I will kick their ass like they're my own kids. I feel like even if you weren't a mom of like five kids at this point in your life, you would still be very motherly. Like it's it's a it's a character trait you have and an energy that you have. It's almost like I'm here to protect you, right? But you yeah, oh, also always. you're like no bullshit. Also, Bruja, like you go in there like <laughs> don't fuck with me. So also it might be that like oh she got my back. You're dope as. We as love F. you all, basically. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for having me. Thank and you. I you know. Thank you for sharing I love, your love time you all space for... with us. Yeah, so the oh, listeners out Readings by Vita on Instagram and Twitter or the almightypineapple.com. That's right. On the site. Well, Mama Vida, yo, you know I'm going to hit up a session with her soon because you I've all. been Good feeling luck. it. I mean, I found out she has the same birthday Good as my luck. grandmother. Good luck. She's Hello. like three months packed in. That's fine. You know I like my Google Cal. <laughs> you so. patient. Me and my Google Cal. You're Very a patient, patient one. So, yeah, so that was Vida. I love her. And you're right. Like, even, you know, my first true introduction to her was at the first La Bruja's Club. Oh, I only really? knew her through Insta. She was like my Instagram friend for oh, much longer. Oh, my God. We have so many of those now. They're kind of special because when they're you amazing. Meet, you're like, oh. They're amazing, especially when you hit it off when you meet because oh. You're like, this oh, yes. was a great investment then. My time on the internet <laughs> and my monthly bill <laughs> through Verizon, which Aww. is fucking expensive. Verizon, you owe me money. I don't even care. Like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, thank you, Vida. Thank you to all the brujas that come on this show time after time and really share their path and their spiritual journey with all of us. Mm. Um, and I'm always learning something new myself. This is me not talking. I'm in it with brujas all the time. I'm always learning something new from a different bruja. Really? Like, That's, everyone has something to offer. I love that. I'm but a true believer. And sometimes they don't even know it. Oh, of course. And then when you point it out and they're like, wow, that's the thing that I've always wanted to be good at, but I've been scared. I'm like, no, boo. It's what you've been. I mean, it's seriously. What, you cannot be what you're not. You it's cannot be at. something else. Magical things happen that, at that retreat. It was mm. The first mm -hmm. time I got the guts to like talk and, and teach that writing workshop, right? And then you had girls crying, girl. I can't. Like I was overwhelmed by that. I almost started crying, and I was like, I'm, I'm like the contagious cry. I'm like, you cry, I cry. <laughs> I can't let you do this by yourself. Like I'm gonna be there with you. 
So we you got any you. more coming up? Hey, hey, this is your time. Uh, plug it in, plug it in. There is a TBD day on that. But it's happening. I'm there. This You're time there. I'm there. Thankfully. Hopefully. Oh, I know. I couldn't go to the first yeah. one. It's so funny. People think that we're partners. So everywhere I go, even for La Bruja, they're like, oh, where's Cindy? I'm like, um, Cindy. Partners like we're I'm married. Like, oh, yeah. Side note, guys. I'm we're like, not married. No, we're not married. People and, think we're married. And that we had a kid together. But I actually have a baby daddy that pertains to that kid. Oh. So it's very Shout funny. out to Hav. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that. But also, people also think that, like, you don't have your own life. And I want to just say, people. We live in different Cindy, places. I can't afford to. Cindy anyway even if I wanted to take Romeo oh. La Bruja's club journeys but also like let the bitch breathe you know like I'm all about letting a bitch breathe <laughs> I need to breathe I'm a we cancer. all need to breathe and okay. we all need to always make time for ourselves guys don't forget that all right well we love you peace peace